Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. Alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. the show on a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It is 10.07, 7 after 10. Everybody is on board today. Low T, day two, post-nuptial Mark Aram Show. He will be screening your calls tonight. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window is uh, running the show. We do have a traffic red alert in Spaghetti Junction. We'll get you updated on that in just a couple of minutes. We've got a monstrously huge show today. The second hour um, is is you're going to be on the floor rolling in tears, laughing, good tears, not not bad tears. Are those happy tissues or sad tissues? These will be happy tissues. <laughs> okay. <at the> end. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? <laughs> um, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> are these are those happy tissues or sad <laughs> tissues? These will be happy tissues in the second hour. We're gonna have a ball. Lonely tailgater Johnny Cabasa. Um, and, and by the way, thank you for tuning into the Mark Aram Show. I know I'm pulling you away from the. Uh, uh, Green Party presidential town hall going on on CNN right now. I know a lot of you were tuned into that, and I appreciate you switching over to the Mark Aram show. How many people are watching the Green Party town hall on I, CNN? Here's what I would say. Yeah. Given this political season, yeah. I bet more than you would think. Really? I think so. Now, I know the Libertarian one got a lot of viewers. Yeah. But I, that's that's a kind of legit party. The Green Party is like what is, what is the Green Party? I've never even heard of it. It's well, all about the environment, I guess. Yeah, right? they're 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 much more the global. It's all about party. the Benjamins. It's all about the Benjamins. <laughs> it is no, they are the. I would be part of, of that party. Yeah. yeah, they are the reverse of all about the uh, Benjamins. The wrong Green Party. Mm -hmm. I would just think that given the political climate, that people might be a little Maybe? more interested in the Curious? oddballs in the third. Cause look at the oddballs in the in the major parties. Why yeah. not? Like, why not pay some attention but to the oddballs? I understand in the third people party. paying attention to Gary Johnson. But uh, the I mean I don't know. Hey, listen, if you're watching, I, oh, I not anymore. I don't. Th yeah, thank you for switching over. <laughs> not anymore. Thank you for switching over. Um, I want it. We, we're going to do kind of an Olympic centric theme show again today, but uh, not on purpose. I hadn't planned on talking to this. Have you been following the story about Ryan Lockie and the uh, two other U.S. swimmers or three other? Yeah, US I just swimmers? heard about well, it I mean, today. I, I, I was and I was typical. Now it's coming out. Maybe it this happen. is crazy. Can I play some audio here? Speaking of CNN, I'm going to play some CNN audio. Um, in case you're just getting off of work or just waking up, getting in the car, uh, there's an interesting development going on uh, at the Rio Olympics with swim team members. One of them, a UGA student, 
Here's the update from CNN. Now. Brazilian authorities say they have more questions for two of the four American swimmers who claimed they were robbed at gunpoint in Rio on Sunday, an incident Ryan Lochte recounted on Instagram. My teammates and I were the victims of a robbery early Sunday morning and on NBC's Today Show Monday. I was with a couple swimmers. Uh, we were coming back from the train's house and we got pulled over in our taxi. The guy pulled out his gun. He cocked it, put it to my forehead, and he said, get down, and I was like, I put my hands up, I was like, whatever. He, he took our money, he took my wallet. Police visited the Olympic Village Wednesday morning after a Brazilian judge issued a search warrant for Lochte and James Fagan and in order to seize their passports. But the U.S. Olympic Committee said the swim team moved out of the facility days ago. There has been increasing speculation about what happened after the Daily Mail released a video it says is of the athletes returning to the Olympic Village Sunday shortly after the incident. The judge who reviewed the video saying they appeared unshaken, making jokes amongst each other. Lochte's lawyer said Wednesday that his client is already back in the United States and that he fully cooperated with both Brazilian and U.S. authorities before leaving the country. He was not asked by Brazilian authorities to remain in Brazil for further investigation. Had they asked, he would have stayed and assisted. They still have not reached out to ask for additional information. I'm Steve Nannis reporting. So, uh, so basically, Ryan Lochte and three other swimmers claimed they were robbed at gunpoint. On Sunday, mm -hmm. after the they went out, they they won medals, they went out partying, and then they yeah. had the story that they were robbed at gunpoint. And in that CNN video, they have security video of them coming back to the Olympic compound, going through security, and they have their their phones and their watches and their wallets, as you know, they put them right. to go through the metal detector, and and they don't look shaken or whatever. Lockie got the hell out of Brazil. He's back Good in the United him. States, but uh, University of Georgia swimmer Gunnar Bentz and Jack Conger uh, were taken off their plane by Brazilian authorities. They're about to fly back to the U.S. That's got to be a little scary. What that the hell's going on uh, with this? Uh, I think probably given all the problems surrounding the Olympics thus far, a bunch of major athletes lying about getting robbed, the Brazilian authorities probably want to... You know, have a nice chat. But why would you lie? Yeah, like, what's the problem? Like, what is that there? I don't know. Like, yeah, there's nothing know. they they gain out of that. You know, other than making them look bad, but they're not gaining anything from that. It's well, not like they gave him a gold lying? medal after I mean, he said the that. Here's the thing: the, the the prominence of 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 robberies and violence in Brazil. Yeah. Who would think that making up a story like that, anyone would call you on it? True. Like, oh, that's just a random. Yeah. Day. You know, it's just every other day. It's like bad traffic in Atlanta. Five. No one would question your. Traffic yeah, exactly. Story. That's what they never question me every morning. Now, see. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of traffic. Oh yeah. Let's. Do you want to go to Jackie Lee right now? All right, Jackie Lee. Red alert in Spaghetti Junction. What's cooking? All lanes are blocked uh, at Spaghetti Junction, 285 eastbound, 85 northbound. It's an overturned vehicle. All three lanes are blocked there. That ramp is shut down. It is slow and go back to Shambly Dunwoody Road, trying to check on when they're going to get that reopened. Right now, all lanes are blocked at Spaghetti Junction. Jackie Lee, WSB. Jackie, I'm looking at the sensors. It looks like the uh, the Google Map sensors show its uh, delays down to North Lake, too. Do you see that? Well, we had uh, 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 Floyd Hillman call, and uh, he said it was Ashford Dunwoody Road. Uh, we're also seeing some delays uh, back to uh, Shambly Tucker uh, in that area. He says that wasn't true, so we're uh, checking on that right. as well. Floyd's a liar. I'm calling Floyd out. <laughs> right now. We were joking. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know about Floyd. Lochte's uh, <laughs> lying about getting robbed, and Floyd's lying about yeah, backed maybe up. They, maybe they should get Floyd to go back to Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Floyd, we're pulling you off your flight. As an eyewitness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, Jackie, we'll check back with you in about five minutes, buddy. All right. All right, Floyd, stay out of this. You left our show. <laughs> you left the Mark Aram show, buddy. You're on your own now, partner. Um, do me a favor, Chuck. Find yes, the original robbery story Okay. Um, uh, from Sunday, because I want to hear exactly what what was reported on Sunday. Because these guys didn't look in the in the security video didn't look shaken up at all. I'm just gonna say if I got robbed at gunpoint in Brazil, I I would think that I would be a little more uh, yeah uneasy. The the before the games of... even started, I don't know if you remember this story. One of the Russian officials was in his car mm-hmm. or being driven. I don't know in a car, and someone pulls up to him on a motorcycle and points a gun at him and is like, "Give me all your money." And the Russian, uh, the president of the Russian Olympic Federation is a former judo guy. Mm-hmm. So he grabbed the guy's arm, pulled him into the car, and started beating on him. Nice. Yeah. It was, so that was like the first robbery attempt. Uh, that was before even the games even started. That's just bad luck as, as, a, as, as a, a motorcycle ro- robber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me all your money. You picked oh, the yeah. wrong dude. Bam, 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 bam. It's like those guys that try to rob like an MMA fighter. You know, yeah. don't really. There's, there's always a story once every four or five months of some, you know, guy inadvertently. That scares the crap out of I'm so it. glad that I'm not in the age where I would ever get in a bar fight oh, anymore. Yeah, no. Not that I was a big brawler, right? But right. You, you, with with the MMA and the training and everything, the jujitsu and all this stuff. Oh yeah, a hundred and ten pound dude could take down the three of us. Oh, easily. And if you, you know, if if you were a, a drunk college kid in a bar and you see this hundred ten pound kid yeah, hitting yeah, on your girl, yeah, right? And then he, oh no, he's an MMA fighter. All of a sudden, you have no vocal box. You just ripped it out. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine that? That was. I mean, that's something I didn't have to worry about oh, no. in college. You pretty much knew. All right, that guy can kick my ass, or right, or, right. I, or I can kick that guy's ass, right, right. or it'd be a pretty even fight. That was that now, was the lay of the land. I think for millennium, yeah, right yeah. in the in the uh, wild west, in the in the medieval ages, you could say, all right, that guy will kick my ass. I'm gonna leave him alone. Oh, I could totally beat that guy's ass. <laughs> and then in a middle, you know, it's like Sung Su, the art of war. If you dominate your opponent, attack. If if uh, if you are dominated, retreat. If evenly matched, buy him a shot. I think that was. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the uh, the Art of War by Sung Su, uh, a book which I have never read. By the way, I'm not going to claim I've read that book. So I got the article. Okay. So it said that they they left a uh, party club France, which is one of the hospitality hospitality houses. Okay. Uh, set up for the Olympics, in their cab carrying uh, Bents and Conger, and I think his name's I don't know Jimmy something. I don't know how you say his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, was pulled over by men posing as law enforcement agents. They asked for the athlete's money and personal belongings, despite the potential gravity of a robbery, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they handed over their, they claimed at the time, they handed over uh, what was asked um, when they got pulled over, and the men got back in their car. They showed badges, uh, but had no lights or nothing else. Once they given their uh, stuff, they got back in their car and left. Now, Lockie said in an interview that I saw that they held a gun to his head and told him to give him all of his stuff, and he was like, no, I'm not giving you my stuff. Is that was that in this, the, the, uh, let's see this is coming well this is coming from this is a report coming from Brazilian news okay um, because it, there was one report where the Lockie said who's a little out there by the way historically speaking he's, yeah he's uh, a major dude bro kind of guy um, and he said they held a gun to his head and he was like no I'm not giving you my stuff 
Okay. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Because he refused, they got. I'm uh, sorry. I had to start. I need to read farther down. Uh, yeah, they pulled guns on him. Told him to get on the ground. He refused because he said they didn't do anything wrong. I'm sorry, but if you're in Brazil and somebody puts a gun to your head, you're not refusing your stuff. Yeah, I. I I'm sorry, and I, I I've seen him. He's not a tough guy. He's, he's not, not a jiu-jitsu guy. No, he's, he's not, not a judo he, guy. He's, he's a, a swimmer, he's, barely. Dude, what's <laughs> yeah. up, man? Like, yeah. He's that guy. He's, he's the not, dude, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't see him. Uh, and then it said, yeah, pull, pulled the gun and cocked it, put it to his forehead. Um, yeah. Yeah, he cocked then, it. Yeah, he even then, cocked the gun. And yeah. Lockheed's like, no, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm keeping my iPhone. The, then he finally <laughs> took the money, and, and uh, but left him with his cell phone and left his credentials, but took his money What? That's, uh Yeah, no. I don't buy that. I feel bad that the UGA swimmers mixed up in this. Uh, oh, I know, right? He probably had no idea. He probably woke up the next morning and <laughs> read the news. It was like, yeah. wait, I was in a robbery. Yeah, what, what the, the hell, hell happened? Because this is legit. I mean, they pulled yeah. these two dudes off their plane tonight. Uh, Gunner Bentz and Jack Conger. Uh, Bentz from the University of Georgia. A judge ordered the American swimmers, along with Lochte, to remain in the country so they could be interviewed about their claim they arrived at gunpoint on Sunday. Lochte already returned to the U.S., here, here's how you know it's it's a bunch of hooey. Yeah. Because Lockie said, and I quote, they told me to get down, I put my hands up, and I was like, whatever. <laughs> Bull. Whatever, bro. Blanking. Yeah. In a you foreign did, country yeah. with a gun not only pulled on you, but cocked. You hear the, you hear the cocking of the gun. <laughs> you are not saying whatever. Give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. Something smells Good fishy. Good thing he got himself back to the U.S. Yeah. Fairly well, that's quickly. Lonely Tailgater had a great tweet. Um, I retweeted it. Oh, looks you, like you Lockie did this one? Looks like Lockie did win the most important gold medal of his life in the race to get the hell out of Brazil. <laughs> so Lockie didn't get a medal in the games, but he got a medal getting the hell out of Brazil. Uh, just This is, again, the story that's just popped here as the, as the show began. Your thoughts on this. Um, something smells fishy. Something's rotten in Denmark. Something ain't kosher whatever fill in the blank cliche you want 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter at Mark Aram this is the Mark Aram Show back in the days on the boulevard I landed we used to kick routines and the presence was fitting it was I the abstract and me the five footer I kicks the mad style so step off the frank one style <laughs> if you want me you can find me in the air Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. John Kincaid from uh, a competing radio station, sports station, hilarious dude, uh, just tweeted out, missed opportunity by NBC to not have Brian Williams interviewing Ryan Lockie instead of Matt Lauer. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Maybe that's maybe they were smart enough not to for that very reason. Tip of the hat to my buddy John Kincaid. The tweet of the night right there. Well done. Uh, yeah, this crazy Lockie story. I just tweeted out the story from WSBRadio.com if you want to check it out, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Bruce is up on the show. Hello, Bruce. Hey, guys. How are we doing today? Excellent. What's going on, bud? I think everybody's missing the, the bigger picture behind the scenes. Yeah. Hookers, pimps. Hookers and pimps. Got some hookers, got robbed of the pimps. Got to make the story cover it up. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I see what he's saying. Yeah, but. So no... they went, we're going to clean it up for radio. They got Ladies of the Night. Yeah. And, and they were Johns. And the uh, the bosses of the Lady of the Nights said, "Oh no, give me your stuff. This is a you know this was a setup kind of thing." Right. 
Right, and they didn't want to have to tell everybody. That and that would that. make sense. They just took their money and said, we don't want your you know, iPhone or your watch or anything. All right, Bruce. All right. Bruce has been around the block a couple times. I will say I have a friend that a uh, number of years ago um, used to go down Brazil f- specifically. For Ladies of the Night. Uh-huh, specifically yeah. Specifically for They're legendary, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 All right. Bruce, I like the theory. I'm not. I'm not confirming the theory i just like that and that seems like something outside the box yeah mark's up next in the show hey buddy hey how you doing excellent what's up well i'm listening to this and i and i just heard bruce's uh i i go with that a similar situation happened to me years ago i've been out drinking wrong part of town a couple of guys come up pull a gun on me and they want my car my wallet and all that and i was i wasn't shaking at all because i had been drinking and i told the guys listen you guys can have my wallet Throw back my identification, and you ain't taking my car. And they did, and that happened. You negotiated with them. All right. <laughs> Mark's a negotiator. Here's the deal. You can have my money, but I need my Sears card, <laughs> right. my Blockbuster card. <laughs> I got an old bus pass in here. I might and my, my Kroger Plus card. Other than that, everything's good. Ha- that, I like that, though. Have you ever been held up before? I want to hear your best hold-up stories. I've never been held up. Knock on wood, never will. 404-872-0750. Jay Griff with the latest out of Rio next. News, weather, and traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Hi, this is Rob Reiner, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 1037, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. What was I health-wise, percentage-wise yesterday? 70%? I thought you made it up to 80. No, he's no, 70. 70. I'm at 75 tonight. Oh, for crying out loud. I do feel better. <laughs> for crying out But you, I still am stuffed. And I just blow and blow and blow. Except when you hit the cough. Don't pull that sound. Except when you hit the cough button and I can hear you through the walls. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, I just can't get the stuff out of my noggin. But I'm on the mend. I know you were really... We're all worried. <laughs> worried we are worried. I'm losing sleep. The only, person that's, <laughs> the only person that's worried about my health is Ashley Frasca. Really? Because then she has to fill in Because she has you. to fill in for me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you better not call in sick. I'm like, I never call in sick. That's why Andrew and I are lucky. We don't have any. We're not number two to anybody. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not. We're not a number. You're I don't number, know where we're at, but we you're number have, one. We're not required to worry about anything. Yeah. Yes, which exactly. Which is nice. Well, yeah, which is nice. nice. <laughs> uh, we are discussing this breaking news out of Rio. Uh, we we heard on Sunday Ryan Lockie and three other U.S. swimmers alleged to have been held up by uh, fake police in Brazil. And the authorities are questioning the story now. Lockie 
is back home stateside, but two swimmers were just taken off a plane about to depart Brazil to come back to the United States. One of them, uh, UGA swimmer, uh, Gunnar Bentz, the other Jack Hunger, uh, because the authorities in Brazil are saying that the facts just don't add up in the case. Did they give statements? Because all I've heard is Lotke's account of it. I haven't I have heard no anything idea. from anybody else. You're the producer, dude. I have no idea. I didn't know if you had. I, no, know, I, I didn't nothing. know if CNN thing had, because that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't see Should anything. I play the CNN thing again, just in case people... Sure. Uh, all right, let's play the CNN video again. Um, let's see. i got to go back and find it here. Hold on. This thing's been playing since... <laughs> Thank you, Gloria. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Authorities say they have more questions for two of the four American swimmers who claimed they were robbed at gunpoint in Rio on Sunday. An incident Ryan Lochte recounted on Instagram. My teammates and I were the victims of a robbery early Sunday morning and on NBC's Today Show Monday. I was with a couple swimmers. Uh, we were coming back from the train's house and we got pulled over in our taxi. The guy pulled out his gun. He cocked it, put it to my forehead, and he said, get down, and I was like, I put my hands up, I was like, whatever. He took our money, he took my wallet. Police visited the Olympic Village Wednesday morning after a Brazilian judge issued a search warrant for Lochte and James Fagan and in order to seize their passports. But the U.S. Olympic Committee said the swim team moved out of the facility days ago. There has been increasing speculation about what happened after the Daily Mail released a video it says is of the athletes returning to the Olympic Village Sunday shortly after the incident. The judge who reviewed the video saying they appeared unshaken, making jokes amongst each other. Lochte's lawyer said Wednesday that his client is already back in the United States and that he fully cooperated with both Brazilian and U.S. authorities before leaving the country. He was not asked by Brazilian authorities to remain in Brazil for further investigation. Had they asked, he would have stayed and assisted. They still have not reached out to ask for additional information. I'm Steve Nannis reporting. There you go. Uh, so your thoughts on this bizarre story, what actually went down, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm also curious if anyone out there has ever been held up. I'd like to know how that, what what happened to you, if you've ever been held up at, you know, gunpoint, knife point, whatever, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Chuck, you ever been uh, held up? Uh, no, I, I mean, I've told you I've had to, um, twice, because I conceal and carry, I've had to use it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, one time. When I, a girl I, was getting a little too frisky? Well, <laughs> hey, back I, up. I, I, I've got a system for that. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> nice. I, uh, I, I think I've told the story before, but I'll retell it. I, it was the middle of the night and I pulled off on a, uh, a, um, uh, exit on the interstate to mm -hmm. let the dogs kind of out, and I you stopped away. at a rest stop. Yeah, well, it was just an. It was just I just pulled off the exit. There wasn't even a kind of like stop. Uh, something about Mary. A little bit, like <laughs> okay. But not quite. You pull off to the rest stop. Um, but I just I, I walked the dogs kind of off into a grassy place, and there was nobody other cars around. I left the truck just there with the door open, and uh, some guys pulled up behind it in a pickup truck and got out and were like talking and then going to get in my pickup yeah like they were they were snoo snooping around hmm. i told them you know i was right there and yeah. i told them to get away from my truck and they kind of stopped and there was a little bit of a back and forth i can't recant the yeah, yeah. nature of the conversation Understood. um but, but you pulled out your i i i i, I did have to let the gentleman know that I was carrying and yeah. wasn't hesitating to use said yeah. firearm. And, uh, you got to protect your dog. Yeah, they quickly jumped in the truck and All drove right. away. So. Fair enough. Longoria, have you ever been held up? Uh, no, not by gun or knife. I've uh, worked at a liquor store where the guy sold money out of the 
the cash register, but were you did. working the cash register? Yeah. How'd that go down? Um, he came in to buy like a like a little half pint. Yeah. And I rang him up, and he was giving me his his money. He gave me money, and I was going to give him his change. And I looked down, and when I looked down to pop open the register, he just reached over like he was going to punch me. So when I noticed that, I kind of backed up, and he just reached in and grabbed hundreds and checks and, and he got bailed out. out. Yeah, and then I ran after him, but he was gone by the time I ran out. That there. was in Corpus Christi? No, that was in Austin, Texas, All right. when I worked at a liquor store. Interesting. All right, 404-872-0750. I've never, again, I've never been, uh, knock on wood. Yeah, that was the closest. Some guy that I worked with at that same store yeah. got a bottle thrown at him like a month later. So luckily I didn't get a bottle thrown at me. That would have been kind of... That would have sucked. Yeah, it, 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 he almost hit, got hit him in the it head. Could have been like McLovin and the uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The liquor store got robbed and super bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the crap was that? <laughs> Wes is in Johns Creek. Wes, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? I'm all right, sir. How about you? Excellent. You've been held up uh, a few times, but the main one that sticks out happened about a year ago. I just moved to a new part of town. I was raised up in North Georgia, mm-hmm. and I moved to Covington. Okay. One day, I'm walking my dog down the street, and a carload of, let's call them troubled youths, pulled up, cut me off, and got out of the car and said to hand over my wallet and the dog before they hurt me. This was in Covington? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I guess the best way to put it would be I politely talked them out of it. With uh, your your help from your buddy Smith and Wesson? Uh, uh, John Browning. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. But that wasn't the first time that's happened. That's happened to you multiple times. Uh, about five years ago, I was in downtown Atlanta going to a party, stopped at the liquor store. When I was trying to leave, some dude jumped in my truck and tried to demand that I give him a ride. Uh, Smith & Wesson actually helped me out with that one. Wow. I guess the moral of tonight's story is uh, stay away from liquor stores. <laughs> that's where that's where all the stuff's going down. Stay away from the package store. Uh, Kelly's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Kelly. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. On the way back from Boston, been out of town for a couple days. Well, welcome back. Have you been held up before? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was held up one time. I was doing some, uh, some work up in Detroit, and, uh, I was at the factory, and we're assembling some machines we'd built, and I told the guys, I said, you know, I'm going to go to 8 Mile Road tonight, and I said, well, you, you know, you better not, you better not go by yourself. It's kind of dark out there. So anyway, Eight Mile made uh, famous by the movie Eight Mile with uh, Eminem. Yeah, had to check it out. You know? Yeah. So I go out there and we go to uh, we go to a club and uh, or I do by myself have my rental car, go in have a good time, come out, and it's uh, like a dark gravel parking lot behind the places where I was parked. So I'm I'm walking out in my car and I'm, I'm trying to unlock it, and out of nowhere this guy I don't know where he come from if he was under my car or what, but he stood up and said I need your car and I need your wallet. And I said, well, I need both of those, too. I said, I need my car and my wallet. I said, but I'll tell you what, and I had, and I had a couple, so I made a deal with a guy. I said, I'll, I'll give you a ride, and we'll go to, we'll go to another bar. And he's like, all right, that's cool. No way. So literally, he goes walking around the car like he's going to get in. I jump in my car, crank it up, lock the doors, and he throws rocks at me as I'm pulling off. Oh, so you didn't give him a ride. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's, I think... I think I, w- I mean, I, I say this now in the safety of the studio, but I think I would negotiate with, yeah. um, with if I got uh, held up. I'd be like, listen, you yeah. can have all my money. I'll give you my credit cards, but uh, let me keep my driver's license and my phone. I yeah, think- exactly. I was, 
as I was driving off, the, I was thinking to myself, did I just get held up? Or That's hilarious. Just, this guy, I want your money in your wallet in your car. Friendly. No, but uh, I'll give you a ride to a bar. We'll go drink. Okay. Yeah, you're down <laughs> with that. <laughs> I don't recommend the kids at home try that. No. Yeah. That would have been a better story if he did take him to a bar. And that turned out to be his best friend. Right, like yeah. forever, yeah. <laughs> My buddy Steve now. <laughs> Ron's in Atlanta. Ron, welcome to the program. How you doing, guys? Hey, Ron. Here's my story, guys. All right. This one may top them all. Uh, about 10 years ago, I was an active deacon at my church, and I was sitting at a deacon's meeting on a Monday night. And the meeting was almost over. And all of a sudden, a guy walks through the door, got a ski mask on and a gun, says, everybody get on the floor right now. This is at a church, Ron. This is at, at a, a church. At a deacon's meeting at First Baptist Church, yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, when this first happened, I thought it was a joke. I looked at my pastor, and it was pretty clear it wasn't a joke. You should have seen the expression on his face. But bottom line is this, guy. He had, there's no telling how much money he could have got from this group of guys. He asked for $82. And I'm sure it was to buy his next fix of drugs. <laughs> That's we, very we pass that out, we take up 82 bucks, we give it to him. During this time, our pastor is talking to the guy. And he, the guy agrees to come back and talk to our pastor the next day at our church at 4 o'clock, okay? So needless to say, of course, we call the police. And we think there's no way this guy's going to show up. He can't be that dumb. But we have the police undercover there the next day at church. And guess what? Not a real smart crook. The guy showed up at church and got arrested. All right, I got a couple of questions. Why eighty-two dollars seems like a very specific request. Did you question like why eighty-two and not eighty uh, or a hundred? I'll tell you why it had to be because he knew what his next fix of drugs, whatever his drug of his flavor of the month was. He needed that particular amount to get his next <laughs> that, fix, so that's what he asked for. That's yeah. like he's like trying to pay his gas bill. I need eighty-two dollars. Uh, yeah, next guy. <laughs> like the, the thing that tops it all is the guy was dumb enough to show up. He came up. Yeah, no, I get that. But why? I mean, not that I'm preaching anyone get into a life of crime, but I would think a church would be one of the worst places to rob. You're, you know, you're not going to make a big score, I wouldn't think, at a church, right? You know, you would think so. I'm sure the guy had probably, we figured it's the guy probably had been watching for a while, yeah. and he knew we had this particular meeting on Monday night, and we really did it. It's a small town. We just didn't have any security at the time. Yeah, why would that. you? Yeah. Well, we say we do now. We've thought through that. But that's anyhow, unbelievable. That's my story, guys. Have a good one. Hell of a story, Ron. He's better off hitting it like right after offering, you know, like right after they pick up offering, then you get you can get more than eighty two dollars. See, of that's that. why in synagogues they give you, you know, when they pass the plate, you put in a check. There's no cash. I never carry cash on me anymore. Yeah, I, I, don't, do. I don't either. I really? Do. Yeah, I not a lot, but I always have cash have on me. Twenty bucks tops. Yeah, just to tip a valet or something. But I don't have nothing. <laughs> I don't have nothing. I'm gonna give you twenty bucks to get your hair cut. Nice. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. The developments out of Rio. Did Ryan Lockey make up the story of being robbed? We'll discuss that. And have you ever been held up? 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Black cards, black cards, all black. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Bum, stick it, bum, stick it, bum, honey.
one I got that up, put up, put up, put up, put up, put up, put up, Welcome back to the show, 1054, 6 in front of 11, 80 degrees on Peachtree Street. Jackie Lee with more in the Spaghetti Junction mess and a big jam in Bartow County on 75 northbound up around Red Top Mountain, actually north and southbound delays there. Sorry, I was doing some uh, traffic reconnaissance during the break there. Back to the phones we go. Sean is in Atlanta. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Mark? How are you, sir? All right, I'm I'm a cab driver in Atlanta, so you already know I've been. <laughs> oh man, a lot. Bless your heart. <laughs> um, I've been yeah, I've been robbed twice, once at gunpoint. Um, while in the cab. Yeah, while in the cab. Oh man. And usually, usually I can I can fill a lot of people out. I've developed a knack to fill people out. A sixth sense. This one particular one, he just got in the car, and this came through a call to to do dispatch. So I thought my guard was kind of down. I thought we had his phone number and his information, but he gave him a phony phone number and uh, bogus information. And as soon as he got in the car, he pulled the gun out on me. And it was a young kid, and <laughs> and what I happened? Was, I was just pissed. I was just, I just said, you know what? Go ahead, you got it. <laughs> really. So you yeah. just you just gave it? What did you just give him cash or other stuff? Cash, and then he asked for a phone. My phone was—I uh, gave him my old phone that was sitting in the uh, car. Wow, and that and and you never—you know—you just let him out, or did you wind up? Did you have to take him to his destination? Uh, no, nah, I just uh, yeah, I just uh, now nah, he just got out. He okay, just got out with so many <laughs> he didn't rob you and say, "All right, now take me to my girl's house." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we continue nah. on, please? No, nah, I just in the middle of picking up a custard through me off a little bit. I got you. I got but, you. Uh, All right. Well, listen, stay safe out there, man. Chris is in Roswell. Chris, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Good, good evening. How are you? That's uh, excellent, buddy. What's going on? I got robbed in New York City mm-hmm. uh, between 5th and 6th Avenue on 15th Street uh, many years ago. The Lower East Side. The well, uh, yeah. Walking down the street, and I looked up, and there's three 14-year-olds, roughly, Equal opportunity, a black kid, a white kid, a Spanish kid. All right. One, one of them had a, had a gun in the crook of his elbow, and they held me up. I had $80 in cash on me. And the biggest thing was I had the Seiko watch that back then cost a lot of money that I'd been lusting after for years. And I'd just gotten it, and the guy reached up and grabs my wrist and takes it off of me. Uh, one one kid says the other, shoot him, shoot him. Said, oh, my goodness. What, what year was this, Chris? 79. All right, got to fact check that. I don't think a Seiko watch has ever been expensive. Fact check that, Longoria. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> right? Seiko. What's Seiko? the most expensive Seiko? I could be wrong. I mean, you don't know. Isn't that like... Did you say it was the 80s? 76. Well, maybe... Or 76? Maybe they were expensive back then. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I wasn't born yet. So. I think that's below Timex. You think? Yeah. Okay. I've got my I'm grandfather's watch. watch. Um, very... I never wear it because I'm worried that I'll get robbed like that. I keep it in a safety deposit box. I never. I think I have a citizen's watch and something else. And that's wow. Well, there's a there's. I just looked up what's the most expensive Seiko. Yeah. And the first two that popped up are uh, ones for eighteen hundred dollars. The other ones for twenty one hundred dollars. So those are the new newer models, though. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Find out how much you retrofit that to nineteen seventy six. Go on eBay and thousand dollars. Go on eBay. We'll play some music first <laughs> during the break. Go on eBay and find a uh, the cost. Of a 1976 Seiko watch. I might buy one for that last caller. If there's one on eBay for sale, I'll buy it. I'll replace it for him.
I feel bad for making fun of the Seiko. Uh, we're going to come back. More of your calls. The Ryan Lockie, uh quote, robbery. And have you ever been held up? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.